here. I got people asking me, have you been vaccinated? And I almost said to somebody the other day, I said, have you ever had a yeast infection? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Life Is What It Is, episode six. We have an awesome episode for you today. We're talking about ISIS-K, Australia, and drones. Thanks for listening. And from this point forward, we're uploading videos of our podcast to all the big sites, YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, whatever your flavor. Please check them out. Thanks for listening. Like and follow for more. You know, in the continuing coverage of the Biden administration disaster report, shit just keeps hitting the fan week after week, folks. You know, we thought Biden trying to get us out of Afghanistan was going to be the biggest you know, kerfuffle of this whole of this whole shindig. Uh, couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, we had two suicide bombers this week, 13 Americans dead, over 100 Afghans dead. And that put Biden in a unique situation. He had two choices, folks. Either he could become more aggressive, right? Either he goes full out, you know, bombing shit, blah, 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 traditional American style, or he pulls back and just essentially takes it and goes more passive. Either, either decision would have been awful. Um, he chose the first one. Uh, we just sent a drone uh, to kill a ISIS-K uh, terrorist, and he was under the guise that he was potentially planning a future terrorist attack. Now, uh, it, well, uh, well, and I don't know where you're going with this, but and apparently he also um, gave out the names of like Afghan allies and stuff. Well, that's that's where I'm going. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Uh, you you know, can't get more fucked up than this. Yeah. So um, we, as Americans, us, our our official provided the Taliban with names of Americans uh, and Afghan allies to evacuate. Now, I, I, guess, I guess we're just ignorant, I, but at this point, I think we're just stupid because our reasoning was, oh, we got, you know, this is a list of people we got to get, you know, help us get them. But guess what? The Taliban controls Afghanistan now. They have the list. They even have biometric scanning. It's, it's like a hit list. Mm-hmm. You want to go into this, Dave? Uh, yes, actually. The Politico, right here from Politico. U.S. officials provide Taliban with names of Americans, Afghan allies to evacuate. Yeah, this is going to turn out well. Uh, U.S. officials in Kabul gave the Taliban a list of names of American citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allies to grant entry into the militant, controlled outer perimeter of the city's airport. A choice that's prompted outrage behind the scenes from lawmakers and military officials. Yeah, don't say. I just don't understand why. What do you mean? <laughs> now, now, how could this possibly be a bad thing? Exactly what happened with all the equipment? Because the equipment that was left there was left for the Afghan army. We just didn't really leave it. It was left for the Afghan army. Well, guess what? The Afghan army. The moment the Taliban came in, they said, whoa, hey, guys, sorry, here, just take our guns. Now, now it's the Taliban's. And the same thing is happening with this list. Right, because apparently we, 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 you know, the Afghan army was basically being paid by us, and we kind of stopped paying them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're going to repo the know, car. At that point, you're just kind of like, yeah, fuck it, I'm done, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, because why would you fight for this bullshit? The, they didn't care. I they gave up real fast. I would have loaded up on as much gasoline and the biggest Humvee and, the, and all the guns I could have and headed for the Indian border. <laughs> that would have been if I if I'm an Afghan person and don't yes. want to be there under the Taliban. Yeah. That would have been my plan. That's what I was. That's what I couldn't understand. It's like they had access to these these items and these these things. You know, they had the the, 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 the Humvees and the the guns and all the this Black shit. Hawks. And I get that maybe they ran out of bullets. I don't know. 
I don't. But think they as did. soon as my leader, because apparently some of the like leaders of the Afghan uh, uh, people split, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> once we shut the lights off, they all went, eh, "Fuck it, we're out of here." Scatter like cockroaches. Um, they, uh, it, it, I would have been like, "Well, all right, let me get as much gas as I can and load this fucking Humvee up. Who's coming with me?" Mm-hmm. You know. I, but I guess they got families, and you know, they just can't up and. Well, you could have gone and gotten your family. You could have gotten out of the country pretty easy, I think, in a Humvee. At this point, uh, Biden's pain for the consequences uh, of his action uh, about his poor withdrawal from Afghanistan, he could have he could have done it so much smarter. What you do, number one, okay, you're in a you're in a you're in a uh, a country, a foreign country, and things are going well. You had a war. It's time to get out, right? You know, you have. Uh, army personnel, military personnel, and civilians. You get the civilians out first. Uh, really? Duh. Duh fucking duh. Really? That is, yeah. No, is that how I, you do I think it? I read about that somewhere, Dave. I think I read it on Facebook. Yeah, you get the fucking civilians out first, and so, you get them out slow to not rustle everybody up in a panic. You don't run through the streets say, guys, we got to get out of here, man. So no. What, what you're saying is women and children first? <laughs> See, it's, it's the classic Titanic principle. Yeah, well, I, you know, I watched that Titanic movie, and I kept thinking as I'm watching these, the, the ship go down, I'm going, you know, I'd be fucking kicking them women and children <laughs> out of that boat. Give me a, give me a seat. Get out of here, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's just me. But yeah, so, so you get the women and children out first in a slow, consistent manner, right? You don't want to alert anybody of anything crazy, right? And then you start slowly moving the military out with the equipment. You can't just leave it, Joe. Because guess what? You left it, and now you're paying the consequences with American and Afghan lives. And it's ridiculous. I would absolutely love one of those uh, Humvees. I, I've already said that before. but I, you know, I mean, That I, must mean you really like it. I, I, I do. I, it's a big gas-guzzling armored thing. How cool would that be? When the world comes to an end, that's what I want. But, uh, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so we've got this issue going on here, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got we got a we, we we put out a death list for uh, everybody, and then we did the, we did the uh, Taliban's job for. Them. We're also uh, importing uh, some Afghan people, which I don't you know I don't mind if they're legitimately, you know, they need asylum or sure. or whatever. But then you have this. Uh, there's up to a hundred uh, Afghan eva- uh, evacuees flown out of war-torn Kabul. Are on an intelligence agency's watch list. You don't say. <laughs> well, you, and guess where they flew to? Where? Yeah, uh, here. They're opening up. Uh, they're going to be opening up. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, old military bases oh, to house these incredible. people. And I can't help but think, you know, we have a lot of um, ex-military you know, vets that are homeless in this country. Yeah. Well, fuck why, them. Why, why couldn't we've been using that? Fuck them. That doesn't fit the narrative. That doesn't help the fucking political class get reelected. They can't say, oh, I help these oh, yeah, and homeless people. Who it, gives a fuck about that? I brought these. I brought the Afghans over. What? Now, now, what, right? I knew where you were going with this shit. You think would anybody trust this f- current administration to vet any foreigners coming in? Hell, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. They said they You know what? I I have a, a half-heartedly think that they expected this outcome, and not only expected it, but wanted it. So they, it just fits their narrative perfectly. Look, we are bringing all these, you know, helpless women and children over to this country. Well, guess what? Some of them are going to 
come over here really fucking pissed at us and oh look now we get another 9-11 Ooh. well you know I'm, we all, go, I'm always waiting for the bad news and because it's in, coming in life and and I, I, i'm kind of i'm almost becoming a conspiracy theorist now feels good doesn't it <laughs> in in my mind i i haven't put them out there yet but it seems like there's some other game plan here there has to be some other game plan and of course now like you said earlier they're you know blowing up ISIS K. What the hell is that? ISIS K. <laughs> it sounds like an enemy from the fucking Powerpuff it, Girls. It makes me think so. Uh, what is that? A special K. That cereal. <laughs> it makes me think of that cereal, Special K. You know, it's like ISIS K. They're special. They're more special than ISIS. Um, it just seems like there's a, sort of a. There's another game plan here. There's another. There's another. There's something to this that we're not seeing that they're not talking about. Well, well, the the media as well as as well as politicians understand that you can't get anything done without a, having a clear cut enemy, and we haven't had one in a little while. You know, they kind of they kind of tried the Russian enemy, and everyone's like, "Fuck you." Kind of tried, you know, the China enemy, "Fuck you," and now they're trying. ISIS K, the special edition ISIS, you know, and it's probably not going to work. I think the American people are just tired of hearing about terrorists and ISIS, but and now ISIS K. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if it gains traction. If if enough people get uh, scared and concerned enough, so it trends on Twitter, so it trends on Facebook, because that's all they care about. It really is. Just leave them. Leave them. Just. Keep them out of the country. <laughs> Did you just yeah. say leave people alone? Well, That's the least American thing you've ever said, Dave. And quite frankly, just I leave. don't appreciate it. You know, uh, back before uh, Pearl Harbor, we used to be um, uh, we were sort of isolationist, you know, run our own. To a life. degree. To, to a, a degree. degree. And even while, you know, the, you know, the Nazis were starting to tear ass across Europe, we didn't get involved. We, we did help England. We helped, you know, we helped some of the people that we were, I guess, were our allies or whatever. But um, we didn't get involved. And it, uh, we only got involved once we got attacked. And then that's when kind of things changed. But, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, having an actual, uh, uh, you know, person, an enemy. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I don't think there's actually been a declaration of war since World War II. They've all been like like uh, the Korean War. What about Vietnam? Did we have one nope, for that? No. Nope, Did we not? No. Nope, okay. No. Nope, no. Nope, no. Nope. Korean War was considered a uh, uh, police action <laughs> with, with, with people and with people and you know, with the army. Police action um, with F-16s. There hasn't been actually a declaration of war. And I don't know who it was. I can't remember the guy's name, but he uh, uh, he's like a military you know analyst guy, and mm -hmm. he was he was talking about this, and he said that you don't. Um, uh, we haven't had a declaration of war. If we're going to go to war, we need to have a declaration of war. He's actually a military, uh, ex-military guy, you mm -hmm. know, uh, veteran. And he said, you got to have a clear and concise plan of what the end game is. And, you know, it's kind of like the first, uh, when, when Iraq invaded Kuwait and uh, they, we went in to help free the Kuwaiti people. And, <laughs> When, as the as the uh, Iraqi army was like, fuck this, we're out of here. Um, they were heading down. I actually think it's called Highway 80. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. But it goes between Kuwait and it goes. That's into, a very American it, it, named it, highway. Yeah, it goes up to the border of. Uh, but it also got known as the Highway of Death. Ah. Because apparently as they were re retreating, and this is this is the military I grew up with. Um, I can't remember who the general was, but 
they, you know, the guy who was in charge and someone said, Hey, they're retreating. What do you want us to do? And he says, take them out. Yeah. <laughs> so they took them out and, uh, you know, and that's, it got the nickname highway of death because there's a lot of ins and outs. It's, it's kind of like uh 75 between Georgia and Florida. <laughs> People lose their lives every day out there, but it, it's a necessary <laughs> loss. Now, Dave, you mentioned Pearl Harbor. And the term conspiracy theory uh, in this episode so far. Oh, so I'd it. like to add those two You're terms tell together. Me Pearl Harbor didn't happen. No, <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, the Americans knew that Pearl Harbor was going to happen. They didn't stop it because they want. They knew. You mean they like, knew? We knew we needed a really good reason to get into World War II, and that was it. You mean so, like, so. Uh, you mean like the way our government runs shit today? Yeah. Really? It's a weird thing. It's like a, it's like this thing called like a pattern where it keeps coming up. I don't know. It's, well, in the it's end, it's above we, my pay grade. We, we did kick their ass in the end, though, so we're good. You know about Operation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going. You know, you know, folks. We had this script, and I'm saying fuck it. You ever heard of Operation Paperclip, Dave? You want to pull this up on Wiki, Wiki uh, little uh, Wikipedia for me? You ever heard of this? Paperclip. Have you heard of? Don't laugh. It's got a Wikipedia page. It's real. Uh, it's Have you heard of this? Kind of a dumb name. <laughs> oh, well, when you hear about it, baby, you're not going to have to be thinking it's so fucking dumb. Operation Paperclip. Mm-hmm. So while Dave's pulling it up, I'm, I'm going to give... Oh, there's the Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Now, mm-hmm. look, yeah, there's the Swastika. Hey. Don't worry about it. What happened? Obviously... This we, is Operation Paperclip. We, you Go know... Ahead, Kyle, talk to, talk about we Operation won World Paperclip. War II, and we knew the Germans' level of engineering was so far above ours and, and any other countries for that matter oh, yeah. he's on a different right. fucking uh planet and i'll <laughs> we can get to that too but for right now we, we, we knew the the advancements were incredible and we knew we wanted those so uh america and i believe russia and a few and i think uh britain got some too uh we captured basically high level um nazi researchers and scientists and said hey guys that whole war thing good fight you guys did your best uh, you're either going to come work for us or we're going to kill you. And the Nazis are pretty smart. They said, huh, well, yeah. for speaking to the American English. Okay. So, um, holy shit, this is actually a real thing. I mean, it's on Wikipedia. I don't know how legit Wikipedia is. But... Look, just because I made the article in my car before I walked in the studio doesn't matter. <laughs> no, 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 in all seriousness, in all seriousness, uh, you know, we, we threatened the Nazi researchers Wait. basically saying, hey, if you don't come work for us, we'll, we'll kill you. Wait. And it, it was a pretty good who offer. Are these, who are Gr- these great guys? benefits, good research. Oh, no, look, there's John F. Kennedy. Yeah. What is this? Uh, Kurt H. Dude. Was a former V2 rocket scientist. Which one is he? Wow. Now listen. Now, All right. Now listen. I, I, the it's, first it's listen, legit. The first six NASA missions yeah. were run by Nazis. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. For, for, from, from the Nazis we captured from Operation Paperclip. Really? Think about that. Wow. And they and that's a that's we're going down a rabbit hole here that <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna go one one step deep two steps deeper one first we it, it's a it's a stair step isn't it's not a slip and slide okay <laughs> a lot of the nazis went to south america to flee okay that's just the that. boys the boys from brazil good movie mm-hmm. it's <laughs> You go to these, they still have these villages in South America. They're speaking German. And you're like, what the fuck? It's uh, bizarre. Well, they had a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, they had a huge, that's why a lot of them went there because mm-hmm. they, uh, they were sympathetic. They, to their they, cause. Were, they were, they were already German, like expats there yes. that were living there. And, um, do you ever, have you ever seen the boys from Brazil? The no, movie? I, I've heard about it's, it. It's, uh, it's about cloning Hitler. 
and and it's brilliant because they they basically have they can't just clone Hitler. So they have like a bunch of little Hitlers. They're all like about twelve or thirteen years old, running around, you know, all over the place, United States, <laughs> and causing ruckus, causing ruckus. But they have to. They can't. Only, they, they they can't just uh, clone him. They have to create the environment in which Hitler grew up in, which means an abusive father and a, and a subservient mother to try to replicate right, the upbringing. Right. To try and replicate the upbringing. And they keep of, they of keep what, shoving paintbrushes in his fucking face, and he's like, <laughs> "I do not want to paint, Mamba. I do not want to paint. You paint." It's a it's a really it's a really old movie, but it's actually a really good movie if you ever want to so, so, watch so it. here's my last thing about this today here's the last level i want to get into now this is this is a complete like theory this is we can we're, we're we don't have enough dmt in this fucking studio we have to call joe rogan and talk about this shit but um basically the th- a lot of people think that one of one of the reasons why the germans had such crazy you know engineering and were so advanced basically some people have said like they would get high-ranking nazi officials get them fucked up on dmt like fucked up they would go to this the fucking next dimension talk to these spirit beings and they would basically give them all these fucking ideas and when they would you know fucking get sober they would just be writing down all this fucking ideas and engineering shit and then they give it to the scientists whoa holy fucking shit it worked Okay, we're moving on, Kyle. Thank you, thank you. I didn't, <laughs> I, want, I didn't want to talk about that. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I channeled my Alex Jones. It just happened. I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're scared. Um. So let's go back to you know the whole Biden administration. By the way, we're calling it batter. That's uh, B period A period D period Biden administration R period damage report. The Biden administration damage report. Dun dun dun. Dun, dun, dun. I, need to, I need to create a bump for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Peter Ducey he totally breaks Biden. He's got. And, I feel bad for him. I love the guy. He's got uh, a crappy last name. Uh, Ducey? That's a fucking kick-ass. <laughs> Is it? Oh, I'm sure he thought hey, about. I'm hey, sure he thought it was awesome in sixth grade. Yeah. No, at least it doesn't have like a letter that doesn't get used, like <laughs> Pasaki. I will call her Pasaki because I'm not ignoring the P and things. Pisaki, 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 not Saki, whatever. Um, I'm going to play this clip for you because this is this just kind of encapsulates everything going on. I watched our- this, ladies and gentlemen, I watched this clip live and my jaw dropped when I saw what Joe did. Yeah, here we go. Take the one question from the most interesting guy that I know in the press. That's you. Mr. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You set a deadline, you pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, <laughs> and now 12 Marines are dead. You said the buck stops the numbers with you. Recent, folks. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened nah, shit. of late. But here's the deal. You know, I wish you'd one day say these things. You know as well as I do that a former president made a deal with the Taliban. <laughs> Blaming Trump. That's what he does best, yeah. right? Well, the, the, the deal with the Taliban apparently was, hey, you know what? You guys got to fucking follow this shit or I'm going to blow you up. Yes. That was pretty simple, but it, it goes on and it gets better. If he would get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In return, the commitment was made, and that was a year before... In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue to attack others, but would not attack any American forces. 
Remember that? I'm, I'm being serious. I'm, I'm being serious, I'm asking, I'm asking you a question. Be, uh, because before, I'm a reporter now. Oh, my no, no, God. No, wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Come on, I, man. Come on, on man. And there it is. That is uh, that is the leader of the free world, people. Thank you very much. Um, you know. <laughs> the, you know, his his handlers knew, man, we have to keep this under 30 minutes. His battery's low. He's going to go into sleep mode. We'll be fucked. And they're, damn no, it, Dorsey, you asked too much. Uh, they're going, Ducey, why the hell did he call on Ducey? What the hell? Why, why is he calling this guy? We gave him a list. Oh, and that's the other thing is, yes, I, I, don't have, yes. I don't have a clip of it, but he gave him a list. It said, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, I, I have a list of people to call, and the first person I'm supposed to call is this nice girl over at NBC or whatever yes. it was. The, his uh, similar phrasing to what he used was, uh, this is the list they gave me that they want me to call on. Yeah. Fuck you. You're the president. Who? who you could turn to the janitor uh, and say, uh, how do you think I'm doing right now, I sir? I want to know who's making the list. Jen <laughs> uh unpaid intern. Who's behind the scenes pulling the puppet strings? Because somebody's fucking pulling them. You don't do that. Trump would come up there and, and, and he'd be all leaning into the desk mm. and all very cocky and arrogant. And, and it would be like, it would be like, uh, you know, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. And he would say, no, 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 you're, you're wrong. wrong. Fake news. You're <laughs> wrong. CNN, you've been very rude to me. I will not take answer questions from you. Newsmax. <laughs> now, now, I want to, ladies and gentlemen, look at, look at, look at the president's expression. That's how I look when I eat Moe's. But better yet, look at the expression on the three people sitting down in front of uh, Peter Ducey there. They they don't know what to do. They look like they want to uh, fucking uh, take some their of these mask people, off. They they well, trying to believe they've probably been on the the chick the chick hours. down below is kind of hot, but she's got a mask on, so it's really hard to tell. But the other th those three people they kind of look like. Um, you know, maybe they belong to NPR or MSNBC or whatever the other CNN, NBC, could be ABC, CNN. All that bullshit. But <laughs> I, got, I got nothing, man. I mean, okay, let's let's yeah, let's let's, let's watch the rest of it. It's, it's painful. The people have an issue with pulling out of I think they have an issue. Oh, he's up. That <laughs> They People plugged him in. Are like to get hurt. <laughs> Some as we they were seen, they replaced killed, his battery, and that it is messy. They had a guy in a Tesla Polo run up with a fucking black box and fucking shove it. Mike will acknowledge it. Always reported it. The reason why there were no attacks on Americans, as you said, go ahead and get the nose the pick in until I came into <laughs> office, was because. <laughs> The commitment was made say it. by President Trump. I will be out by May 1st. In the meantime, and then that's absolutely you agree not true. Not to attack any Americans. That was the deal. That's why no American was attacked. Now, now, Dave. No, the reason the reason no American was attacked is because uh, they knew Trump, they didn't know what the fuck they Trump, perceived. They didn't know what Trump was going to do. They, you know, mm -hmm. he's a lot like uh, Ronald Reagan and um, I think it was Gorbachev back when I grew up uh, when I was a kid and. It, they kind of, you know, that's the reason, you know, Reagan got the wall to fall and got Gorbachev to do you know, all the shit that he was doing or whatever, whoever it was. Um, they, uh, they didn't know what the hell Reagan was going to do because mm -hmm. he was kind of spastic and he wasn't, you know, he was a politician, but he was also an actor and he wasn't like the, the typical career politician, like 
Joe Potato Head Biden is right here. And I think I think it comes down to if if one country views the leader of another as unthreatening and and that leader doesn't demand respect, why would the other country care about anything they do? Yeah. Seriously, folks. Come on, man. Now, now, folks, listen up. <laughs> the Taliban isn't sitting there saying, "You know what? Come on, man. You know, <laughs> United States. They've they've accomplished so much in their you know in their few hundred years. Oh my God, all these achievements. No, they're saying, fuck them. They've they've been in our country for over twenty years. They've caused all this chaos. Let's fuck them up. Yeah. Now, one consequence of of Joe really fucking this shit up interestingly has been uh trump's been been kind of making the rounds I, I've, I've listened to him on newsmax I, he's been putting out some video clips and it's a ve- <laughs> it's a very 2016 trump it's not 2020 trump it's not 2019 trump it, it he has the same mannerisms the same the same red pill energy as 2016 and joe better be fucking careful if he wants another fucking four years at the end of this three years because He's ramping Trump up. And Trump's already having rallies, folks. Joe, Joe Biden ain't going to make it to the end of the year. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's... 2020, 20, what, 2024? Is that what it is? Yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's not going to happen. Um, and unfortunately, we'll have to deal with Kamala Harris. Because right now, uh, they're talking about impeachment Yeah. Um, with him. Uh, it won't happen. Yeah, it won't happen. I mean, right now at least, we can play the rest of this, or we yeah, can, yeah, play it, play. Could it. I just take a nap while we do? This? You, well, you know, before you before you get to the end of the clip, I want people to really pay attention. Hopefully, you clip to the very end. Why, when you watch him walk away, look at how oh, lethargic no. he is, yeah, 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 folks. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he walks away like how I how you walk when you wake up at three a.m. You got to go take a piss and you walk like a fucking zombie. Same thing, but play the clip. I don't, I don't think I have the whole yes, clip. Yes, I on. do. Because look at it this way, folks. And I'm gonna—I have another meeting for real. I got some more important but to do. For real. I'm <laughs> not lying to you. I've never lied to you. Where we'd be if I had indicated on May the first, I was not going to renegotiate a Power evacuation date. Power we levels fading. Stay there. I'd have only one alternative, pour thousands of more troops back into Afghanistan. So we're right back where we started the war with dead Americans that we had already won relative. To- the thing is, we we were doing just fine because what we were doing was we were supporting the Afghan army. Yes, that's uh, yeah. and we were giving them, you know, air support, you know, with our drones and our planes and all the other shit we were doing. We were giving them, you know, equipment. Uh, we were apparently paying them out of taxpayer money i guess i don't know i don't know how that works but um uh we were giving him support so i really you know he blamed remember after after the 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 fall of Mm -hmm. afghanistan which happened last week last week um he blamed the afghan army no if you're not fucking getting paid you're like you know what these motherfuckers they've had people on on video yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not sticking around for this yeah we can and play apparently um I'm gonna, I'm gonna we'll play the rest of the video here in a minute but i'm gonna uh apparently there was um uh some of the special forces the best of the best of the afghans the actual <laughs> ones that that actually <laughs> took their shit seriously mm-hmm. they fought to the last bullet and guess what they got they got killed yeah they 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 surrendered, and the Taliban just said, "Yeah, fuck it, you're done." Yeah, because yeah. they because see that that that's the thing. The Taliban cannot have a bigger alpha 
you know, in their midst. They can't, sure. they can't have that. They got to have weak people. And, and I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but that uh, watching these videos of like, you know, it's so weird that people are tweeting <laughs> from Afghanistan, you know, but, um, dude, you can like go- the Afghan people are tweeting from Afghanistan yeah. and, but I'm watching it and I'm going, yeah, I see these people going through like the, the, you know, they're driving their car through the Taliban checkpoint. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know, man, if, if, if this is going to be my life, I'm going to go out and I'm going to take a couple of these guys with me and just yeah. floor it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'm going to go find myself one of those big Humvees and run everybody <laughs> over. I mean, they, they may have guns, but I guarantee that, you know, Humvee is going to hurt you pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But here, we'll continue playing this because we have to. Why the reason we went in the first place. I have never been of the view that we should be sacrificing American lives <laughs> to try to establish a democratic government <laughs> in Afghanistan. You're a fucking liar. A country that has never once in its entire history been a united country. Which is true. And is made up, I don't mean this in a derogatory, made up of different tribes. How's that derogatory? Who have never, ever, uh, ever gotten along with one another. So... Yeah, there you go. Wow, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nothing I, else to say. Um, can you what I what I want people to think about? Imagine you you work for the administration, but you're the camera guy. You're the guy with the you know with the big TV camera, and you're just like, listen, this, what the fuck is this guy talking about? He's like, <laughs> he's looking at his friend, Bill. Are we, is this going to be how this is going to be for, for the next four years? Yeah, yeah. I guess they're, they're just fuck. they're just saying I want I want to keep my job I want to keep my job I want to keep my job because you know when you have a job when you have a job like that you 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 tend to kind of put up with whatever bullshit sure. you got and those guys may make pretty good money I guess you know, yeah I'm sure they nice do. little salary uh, you know the people in the administration though the the, the face of it like the Jin Pasaki. Um, and, uh, general Milley, mm-hmm. all those people got to be going, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm so done right now. Poor Jen, you know, God, I bet she just drinks herself to sleep every fucking night. Just how did I get myself in this mess? What? Now, now I want to ask you a question, Dave, the supposed date uh, that everything's like, we're going to be fully out of Afghanistan, August 31st. <laughs> What's the date right now? Look at the computer. I want to uh, 28? 28th. That's <laughs> Tuesday. I do believe <laughs> You think that's going to fucking happen? And let me tell you this, Biden, every news agency is waiting for that day. They've already typed up their stories about how you fucked that up, too. That's coming. I guarantee it. Easily. Easy prediction. Uh, you think yeah. he's going to make it, Dave? Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to make do, it. Do you not you have got, you've, got, uh, you've got a bunch of different uh, people out there, organizations, I guess I should say, like the Nazarene Fund. We talked about that Glenbeck, uh, last yeah. week, Glenbeck. He's getting people out. Um, there's the, fuck, I don't know what to call it. They're Mighty Oaks or Oak something. Mm-hmm. Uh, run by an ex-military guy. They're getting people out. Um, you know, there's all these different people that are doing things, whatever they can do. And it's pretty fucking sad when you've got everyday citizens. Mm-hmm. Well, not everyday, but I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're privileged su- they're citizens. Successful, yeah, yeah. They're successful privileged people. Privileged and successful people They have money. the means and they, and they have the, uh, the pull to do it. They're doing a better job than our fucking State Department is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it, whatever it's, uh, but you know, the good thing is, uh, Sandy Cortez. Oh, in case you don't know that, that was actually her name in high school. Uh, AOC. 
Sandy. Sandy, yeah. Um, wow. Apparently, she went by Sandy in high school, uh, from what I understand, and she is, uh, uh, yeah, she's. she's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She says, uh, she says we need to have to have reparations for what we have done. To to carry out, and in order to make good on the role that we have played in this violence, mm-hmm. we have a responsibility to make a home for the people whose lives have been upended by interventionist U.S. foreign policy. And so as a result, uh, I'm I'm proud to have co-led a letter with Representative Barbara Lee. This is like that woman you date. She's kind of hot, but um, she's exhausting. Their their refugee quotas to make it no less than 200,000. So so this goes out to every young man listening right now. Don't stick your dick in crazy. Please don't. Just do, don't do it to yourself. It's not. No, it's not worth no, it, bro. No, Just go no, home. No, 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 no. Now you know. So maybe maybe she forgot. I don't know. She's so young. Maybe she just doesn't remember. The reason why we're in fucking Afghanistan, nine uh, eleven. They attacked us. So this whole American interventionist thing. Oh wait, how how? That's is how she? the fuck. She's young. Hold on a second. Late thirties. Uh, can I can I type Sandy Cortez? Will that come up? <laughs> Let me just do AOC. It'll come up with pictures from a year ago, like braces and glasses. Uh, where's her Wikipedia? Top right. Top where's right. her Wikipedia? Oh, right here? Yeah. Uh, oh, she's 31 years old. Yeah, totally. So it was 20 years ago that we went into Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And she, she was 10. She, yeah. She, 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 she should have been up to date on She was 10 and still being known as Sandy Cortez, because that's what I'm going to call her. Because yeah, it's, too, it's too much of a mouthful to say Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, I'm not going to plant to the fucking narrative that she's a brand. <laughs> like, oh, I'm an influencer. I'm oh, she's AC. absolutely a brand. Because yeah. that's exactly what politics has become, yeah. is an entire brand. Yep. Uh, with, the younger, with the younger generation. There are some good politicians out there. There are some old politicians. Like, uh, well, no, there's some old politicians like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they need Look. to go away. But there are some poli- and there are some younger politicians who uh, who aren't as fucked up as uh, the rest of them. And uh, but like her and the squad, uh, the squad, the let squad. me yeah, let me get their names question. here. Let me type in the squad because uh, it. it you know, you know, squad. it's become ever increasing. It's become increasingly apparent to me that uh, politics is like a broken Venn diagram. On, on one circle, uh, you basically have like old, and then on the left, you have uh, good, and the two circles just never overlap. There's no overlap. <laughs> There's well, here, here, I finally found it. Oh God! Pull, pull that up for the viewers. Holy crap! Uh, ah! Let's uh, let me. Um, Pull it over. See, oh my I can't God. pull it over. It's let me just open. Oh God! There's there's Sandy Cortez. There's Ilhan. I you better not. I allegedly pronounce. married my brother to get into the United States. Omar, <laughs> uh, Rashid. Oh yeah, this is the yeah. chick that uh, she was uh, rallying for. Um, what do you call it? Um, uh, Probably trannies or something. No, no, no. The rent moratorium. Oh, which which um, the Supreme Court? Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that later, yeah. folks. Yeah, she, uh, she, um, <laughs> fuck her. Go, well, to, go. No, to- I, I think it was her and uh, Corey Bush. Okay, I think it was the two of them. They were, um, uh, what do you call it? They they were they they rent properties to people and they were collecting. They collected between hey, fifteen and fifty thousand dollars. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Now that weird? go to that evil. Oh God, who that's is that? A, that looks like. <laughs> 
It's like a black Sinead O'Connor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Google that what for happened? all the younger viewers. What here. happened to you, lady? <laughs> Do you just have consistently have cancer? Oh wait, and look at this. They went. You know what? We can't just. We gotta be, have we a can't guy. Just be fine. But we he's gotta, gonna be black and old and, 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 and fucking blind. Jamal Anthony Bowman. Jamal. I'm sure. You know what? They're all pretty. They're all really. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sure they're all very nice people. Are they? Um. But you know the shit that comes out of their mouths. I just can't fucking deal with it. So Kyle, I want to move on to Portland, uh, a little closer to home. Uh, some fun stuff going on there. Really? Apparently, uh, the Proud Boys and Antifa, they're fighting and the police aren't doing a damn thing. We're still doing this shit? Yes, we are. Are we just going to have the same news news headline for the next 20 years? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fighting it out. This is what happens when you uh, get rid of fight clubs underground. It's, uh, it's actually quite interesting because uh, what happened was is uh, apparently uh, the Proud Boys... They were planning, I don't remember the name, it was like the, the Love and Peace Fest or some shit. <laughs> and they planned it. Mm-hmm. Antifa got word of it. Then Proud Boys got word that Antifa got word of it. So they decided to move it 10 miles down the road at an abandoned Kmart. You remember Kmart? You probably don't remember I, Kmart. I, dude, now. I love Kmart. Um, that, that's where the Little Caesars were originally at before they had standalone stores. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that's an absolutely useless fact right there. Uh, but they moved it down. And so they were just there in the parking lot having their rally. They got a stage set up. They're doing their thing mm-hmm. and they're, you know, giving their speeches or whatever. And apparently somebody, uh, from Antifa drew, uh, drove a van. And the weird, the odd thing was it was a decommissioned handicap van. Or wait. That says a uh, lot about Antifa. Should I say disabled to be politically correct? I'll say retarded. Okay. Uh, anyway, it had that little handicapped dude sign on the back of it. And it was one of those vans that had made up. It looked like a little minivan. Mm-hmm. And they they they, um, <laughs> they they tried to run over the uh, Proud Boys and they ran into a tree. So at that point, what we got is, uh, it started with this. I mean, they are absolutely tearing this van up because the guy, guy can't break the window. <laughs> yeah, he can't break the window. Um, and then somebody's screaming, they're all here, they're all here. So they run off. Okay, so at that point, it escalates. Now, keep in mind, the police are in this area, and there are people just going about, you know, like you and me, going about our daily lives because we got bills and shit to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh there are people driving down the street just trying to get to work or maybe pick up a little $5 Little Caesars pizza. They got kids I don't, to feed. I don't know. They got kids to feed. And what we end up with next is uh, basically, I think it's clip three. Let me see here. Oh, that Antifa person should have ran a little faster. Yep, oh, there they go. The guy in the tide, I knew what he was doing, man. Yeah. If you can take some Look of at his this. knees, They're just yeah. beating the shit out of this person. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> wow. This guy's pissed off. He's got a face full of mace, and he doesn't care. <laughs> oh. Good. Yeah. You, you, go ahead and pause it, Dave. I, I, I tell this to uh, a, a lot of my friends uh, and a lot of my coworkers and whatnot. Yeah. Is that 
if you don't believe that the United States is a third world country, you're ignorant and unaware. But all you have to do is go to Portland. It's everywhere. <laughs> it really, I, I mean, that this is just, you know, one of the hundreds I, of things I could list, but think about that. I mean, I mean, they're just, they're just fighting in the street. And, and then right now in our, in our county, our public school county, I'm not going to name the county. They're having issues getting school lunches for kids due to production line uh, issues, shortages. How is that? Yeah. And what they can't, they can't hire the lunch lady. No, 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 no. They can't get the fucking food from the factories. Oh, okay. Now. And, and for, for those, the county <laughs> and the state we're in, we're the largest school district in this state. That's how, that's how serious of an issue it is. So, so when people say, oh, you know, America's great. I mean, America may have been great a long time ago, but I mean, we're a third world country right now. Let, let's get that straight. That's because, you know, not for nothing, but woke democratic bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can't, I've said this before and you know this, I sound like a broken record sometimes with you, but I I want a leader to be an alpha. I want him to be stronger than I am. And we don't have, because if he's not, then why aren't you the leader? Because that's, that's what it comes down to. Oh, could could I be, could I be the leader of the free world? 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yeah, Dave, 2024. Here we go. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, there's nobody in charge. Mm-hmm. And if you look at like that's Portland, which is a Democrat run shithole, Seattle, Democrat run shithole, LA, Democrat run shithole, which was there, by the way, they're about to recall Gavin Newsom. I've heard that. Uh, and, oh, and uh, VP on my knees, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, she, um, uh, she canceled a, a thing for him. Because of this Afghan shit, so, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into that later. You know what? Fuck, it, I'm gonna get into it right now. So this uh, is get this, into it now, and then I got some more videos of what is, happened is, after they I, beat I the shit out of the Antifa people. I got a prediction for everybody. Last two weeks, uh, this uh, this is uh, this whole Afghanistan thing is probably gonna be Joe Biden's biggest fuck up as president. They're probably not gonna stop talking about it for the next three years. You're gonna hear a lot about it in in three years, 2024, uh, on the debate stage. It, it's gonna be a, a huge thing. So with having arguably probably the biggest blunder of this administration just happening right now, you haven't heard much from Kamala. That's because she's in Vietnam, Kyle. And let me, <laughs> let me tell you why you haven't heard much from Kamala. Because she wants Joe to fall by him fucking self. She wants nothing to do with this. Because everyone knows she, knows she wants to be president. And she's hoping either one of two things will happen. Either he'll get impeached. Well, actually three. Either he gets impeached, she gets a job. He dies, she gets a job. Or he doesn't get reelected. And maybe, wouldn't this be crazy? What if she runs in the next four years? Instead of Joe, they, the DNC says, this guy. I don't. I don't think Joe. I'm just. I don't think. Wouldn't Joe that Biden, be crazy I, shit? I, well, I, well, that I would be. I monumental. don't think Joe Biden's going to be alive in 2024. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Manny. I mean, he'll be alive, but he won't be cognitive. He'll be. He'll, he'll be he's, a, he's a cognitive mess. Yeah, he'll be in his you late know, 80s. It's almost. Then? It's almost. You know, I almost feel bad for him when he put his hands down in that picture mm-hmm. of him. You know, Sleepy oh Joe. god, yeah. and. I, it's like it's elder abuse because there's got to be people around him going, wait, wait, we can't send him out there. This is bad. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, you know, well, my dad, my dad drove a car all the way up till he died, but my mom is a cognitive mess. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who I am. Um, she doesn't remember who I am. And that'd be like me saying, hey, you know what, here, mom, 
take the keys to my car. Go for a drive. Go get a little Caesar's pizza. I, yeah, go get me a little Caesar's pizza, mm-hmm. Mom. Because it's not going to end well. No, it's not. And it, it's it's kind of sad and embarrassing and miserable. But um, would you- <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens, Dave, when you don't vote for a president. You vote against a nominee. No one voted for Biden. They just voted against Trump. And this is what you get. This is what you get. When Dead you- Americans within the first uh, year. Th- this is what you get when you vote uh, with your feelings. Yep. You know, because now you don't have the mean tweets. You don't have any of that shit to, to bother you. And, and, and you, you know what, Kyle, I'm going to say this. I'm not offended pretty much. I'm not offended by anything. <laughs> I don't care. It's like, because I'm probably the most vulgar person anybody would ever meet. And I'll say some of the craziest shit anybody could say just to get reactions out of people. But I am not offended by anything anybody does what i am offended by is absolute and total incompetence well how about you pull up uh clip number 10 and see if you're offended by that clip 10 mm-hmm. what is that so you figure out how to live together like oh, you shit <laughs> never 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 make it america's strength ultimately lies he was still fucking bald back then there's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. Go fuck yourself. That's what America is. Go fuck can yourself. You define it based on religion, ethnicity, race, culture. Disgusting. Wow. You can't, you don't know what it means to be an American. Can't define it. Can't define it all. Now, that was before uh, Joey B's facelift. Did what? you notice that? He had a that, facelift? Yeah. That's why when he smiles, there's no wrinkles. I thought I thought every no, I thought everybody facelift. just got old and started looking like the crypt keeper. No, no. When you get old, your face starts to <laughs> sag. When he ran, when he came out, you know, was you know, you know, doing all the campaigns, all the rallies. It, was, it looks like he has botox. Hey, come on, man! It's because he had a fucking skin cut hey, off from well, his face. His wife is a doctor. Maybe she's doing it for him. Yeah. Wait, she, is she an actual doctor? Or no, she she's like, a, she has a PhD, I believe, in English. Oh, God. Yeah, and those are the most insufferable <laughs> people. Like you know, there's there's the there's the classic joke on the plane. Oh my God, they're not breathing. We need a doctor. Guy, I'm a doctor. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I teach English at a university. I mean, <laughs> come on, I can't help with that. But you know, you, we can talk about you know uh, Shakespeare. While the guy's fucking not breathing. Don't get me started. Okay. Uh, are you okay over there, Kyle? I'm triggered. <laughs> you good? I'm triggered. Yeah, we're um, <laughs> we kind of went off on a tangent there. I do want to show you this, though. Uh, I got my keys and everything. Look, all my demonstration stuff. Uh, my props. <laughs> my props. Um, that van that, that Antifa yeah, yeah. was... <laughs> But they were trying to bash it, the window. It, it only ended better, and I can all I can say is, is that these guys. Now are, that was the Proud Boys. Uh, the Proud that. Boys, yeah, yeah, the Proud Boys. These guys, the Proud Boys, are not drinking uh, low-fat soy lattes. <laughs> Topple the patriarchy! Wow. Now I hope I, I hope uh, the taxpayers of the city of Portland. Was it in Portland? Yeah, it was. In Portland. Yeah, I hope the taxpayers have to pay to get that thing towed out. Of Where there. else would it be? Yeah, I know, right? You know, I visited uh, I visited California when I was uh, I lived out in California when I was in uh, second and third grades. So that's wow. a long that's a long time ago, but 
I had a brother that lived out there, and I lived. I visited him when I was like fifteen. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. He um, he lived in um, where the hell did he live? I think it was Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going to Lake Tahoe, which Lake Tahoe is a city that splits between uh, Nevada and California. Okay. And it's a beautiful lake. It's the most creepiest lake you'll ever go to because it's crystal clear. And really? when you're, when you, we had a boat and we're like a little rowing around and shit and, and you could see these shadows and I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I put my little goggles on, I jumped in and it was j- big giant boulders, the sun casting shadows from the big boulders. Right. Wow. So it's a beautiful place. And we went to San Francisco, went to Fisherman's Wharf at 15. It still is by far the best uh, seafood I've had. Really? Uh, at Fisherman's Wharf. It was so cool. It was such a cool place to be. Now it's just a shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it's run by, you know, idiots. You can't and walk down the street without freaking pricking your toe on a hepatitis laced needle. No, no, you Taylor. can't. You yeah. can't. And it's uh, really, it's sad because uh, it is a beautiful place. I'll tell you what, I'll lead, I'll lead into this. Uh, uh, got, I got this one odd, oddball clip for you here, Kyle. Um, going into this, mm-hmm. this was, uh, I don't know what city this is in, but this is kind of an example of what you might get in a democratic city because. We, we're not we're having a little bit of an uptick in Atlanta here in crime and shit a like little? that but well, yeah, I'm, shit look time. I'm trying to be a fucking optimist Kyle <laughs> cut me some slack uh, we have a little bit of uptick in, in crime but we don't I don't know, maybe, you know, I guess I really can't speak because I don't ever go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't leave my fucking house. I haven't been to Atlanta in years. <laughs> make, yeah. I tell you what, here, here's, here's my advice to our listeners. Make your house as unappealing as possible so no one breaks into it and just never leave it. But here, let's watch this clip right here because this is really bizarre. <laughs> so they're, 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 this blonde chick got into the argument with these three nice African-American guys. I have another word for that. Look, and, but you got this one guy, look. He's like, get the fuck out of here. You're drunk, you dumb motherfucker. But then, boom, that guy just knocked out that dude. He just knocked him out. Yeah. Now, now let, let, go ahead and positive. Let me, let me tell the viewers why this is dangerous. Um, it's not the knockout. Look, when you knock somebody out, they just go to sleep. They wake up. It's not a big deal. And it's not a big deal when you're um when you're um doing you know like combat sports because if your head hits the soft you know carpeted you know kind of bouncy pad not much damage is going to happen when you do these knockout games or these these fights outside clubs and the guys fall on the concrete you get brain bleeds and you die and guess what jamal then you go to jail for manslaughter yeah that's what happens you dumb animal I don't know if it's over testosterone because I read some article a while back that the testosterone in men are dropping or if it's just people's, you know, they want to get, they we're animals, you know, we're, mm-hmm. that's what we are. And our thing is to be the top animal, you know, to be the alpha, to be the one in charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are people who just go around thinking that they can, you know, knock this guy out. I mean, this wait, wait till you see his face. I mean, he is no, he, there, he's there's something wrong with his brain. At this yeah, yeah, point. yeah. He's having a, easily having a brain bleed. There, there's pressure building on his skull. I guarantee it. Damn. Who did that? He didn't do it. I don't know 
what the fuck happened? And the, and the cops. Oh, okay, there we go. That the person filming. This is where I'm calling Shaniqua. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't care what color you are, but you know, talk with some fucking common sense. Have a look. You know, speak. Uh, el- not eloquently, you know. Just not, not like your not like your British or anything like. Throw that. the abonics in the trash. That was Hello. early two thousands. You dumb bitch. Um, but just it, it it it. She she goes. I don't know who hit him. She knew exactly who uh-huh. hit him because it was on the fucking camera. Uh-huh. She saw it. She was there filming it. She knew something was happening, oh, a- and then that was probably mm-hmm. her fucking boyfriend. Which you know, I I got to give him some advice. Find a new girlfriend. Uh, it. She probably, you know, she knew what was going on. Yeah. That's why she started filming. You know, blacks are so tribalistic and territorial. She saw, even if she wasn't fucking him, which she's a whore, I'm sure she's fucking everybody. She saw he was black. She goes, oh, he's on my team. I don't know who punched that guy, officer. Now, I have an issue with the fucking officer. Now, it wasn't, that it wasn't, o- it wasn't these two guys. Though, no, no, I know. I know. It wasn't. Because the, the one guy on the left. He's trying to keep his dumb no, ass I drunk friend that. in check. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. But as, as you progress the clip, I want everybody to watch how nonchalant and how few fucks this the black officer, cop has. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you find yeah. a new job, you fucking moron? He just fell on the ground. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Clean his ass. It's not going to do anything, bro. That guy's not looking good. Yeah. Crazy. And there's another cop just turning the back. Yeah, yeah, the civilians got it. Yeah. Man, I don't get paid enough for this shit. What the fuck? You know... Uh, this is what and, and and this is what I want people to understand. This scenario of blacks injuring and assaulting white people in the city with black cops not doing anything, that is the liberal wet dream. That is what they want every city in this country to be and furthermore, that's what they want every suburban area to be. They want your your target public shopping centers to be this shit every fucking weekend. They want us all to fight. Yes. Cause you know, you know, you know, I've got black friends. You've got black friends. We all got black friends. I got Mexican friends. I love the Mexicans across the street because they do they do a great party, <laughs> especially around the holidays. But uh, you know, we all guess what? In the, in the name of uh, was it Rodney King? Can't we all just get along? <laughs> um, but listen to what listen to what she does. She the woman filming taunts the blonde haired girl. Now, I don't give a shit what a woman says to you. Because, you know, women kind of say stupid shit because they're very emotional creatures. Yeah. But, and that one guy who was pushing his friend away said, get the fuck out of here, you're drunk. Yeah. You know, he's the most reasonable person. He's the most rational person in this whole video, other than the people helping this dude. But, uh, you know, now she starts taunting the the blonde haired girl. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all nigga got knocked out. What happened to her nigga? Got clean. Cause of you, bitch. <laughs> you got your nigga knocked out. <laughs> I mean, that's just a twisted, sick person right there. Mm-hmm. That is they, just they a, are. that's a twisted, sick person. Uh, you know, the guy who knocked him out, one, you know, maybe should have taken a different route on things. But 
I just don't. I don't. I don't get any of it. Well, and, and, and I'll t- I'll tell this tip to to any to any young people that want to, you know, really kind of explore the the negrification of the society, and you want to take your girl down to the club, you want to live that lifestyle, you know, like smoke a little weed in your car and listen to the you know, the African or jungle music in your fucking car. When you're around blacks, you don't relax like that in that type of environment. Cause you're going into their home, you know, you drive an hour into the city. They're seeing these yuppie asshole right, whites. Right, there. Right, 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 right. That's why they're fucking pissed at you. So you don't, what's up, bro? No, fuck that shit. They want, yeah, they, you they, better understand where your uh, place is that. Cause that's why they're fucking pissed at you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it, that's the fact of the matter. It's like, um, you know, my neighborhood it's, it's a, it's a melting pot of people. There's old, young, Asian, black, white. AOC would love it here. There's, oh, yeah. But <laughs> unlike her, what was she says? We all get along. <laughs> so yeah. We all get along. No one really fucks with anybody around here. You know, it's... Uh, we've, had, we've had just so much music equipment in here. Just, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. And no issues ever. Never. With, you know, knock on wood. Here. Well, that's because, that's because I make my house uninvited from out front. <laughs> There's no, there's no manicured lawn and flowers, you know, out front here. I got a few plants outside, but those are mainly for the spiders that are killing all my bugs. So there's a lot of similarities uh, with Germany and Australia right now, Dave. Really? Yeah. Remember the whole thing with like, oh, show me your papers. Ich habe eine Yeah, it's happening in Australia right now, and, and basically they're they're pretty much, hey guys, uh, show us your papers or. We're going to fire you from your job, but we're going to find you a shit ton of money. And now there's just protests in the streets of Sydney. I, I, I've seen some of this stuff and it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Cause you know, Australia, you know, I got that didgeridoo in the, in the other <laughs> so room. So I'm qualified to speak yeah. on these well, matters. No, no, no. Well, well, the thing is, it's, it's an actually authentic didgeridoo from Australia. Go pull your didgeridoo out a, right now. I, no, I'm not going to pull it out. Because, <laughs> um, I tried to play it. And it's a circular breathing thing. You have to like fill your cheeks up and then blow out. But while you're breathing in and all I did was pretty much pass out. But um, I had a friend that went to Australia probably has been 20 years, 20, more than 20 years ago. Um, he, he went there. <laughs> this is the type of people I try to avoid now. But um, he went there and. And I said, look, pick me up an authentic didgeridoo, not one that's painted. I want a real one. I want one that looks like, you know. Go to the music store down there. Yeah, right. (laughs) And, uh, well, he gets there, and that's the first thing he does is pick up the fucking didgeridoo. And it doesn't, and he's like, he came back and complaining that he had to carry this thing around. (laughs) Well, it's a four foot tall piece of wood. You get on your way out, bro. What are you you, doing? You get it on the way out, not on the way in. So, Pretty much this thing, Incredible. the thing I got has been all around Australia because I've never been to Australia. Um, I would like to go to the land down under where the, oh yeah, I was going to do that, but I don't know what the rest of the lyrics are for that song. The I land down, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, do you come from the land down under? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, cool. But I, yeah, so that's my story. That's my connection with Australia. But, you know, Australia, they always seem like, you know. They're tough people down there. But then again, I, you know, I grew up with Crocodile Dundee. So, you know, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Um, That's not a stingray. This is a stingray. Yeah, play the clip. We got a clip of this shit. uh, This is ridiculous. Let's see. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. The first one is I got some teenage boys uh, being being arrested because they were hanging out at the 
beach watching the sunset. Little sympathy for anyone ignoring the health orders. Even this group of teenagers caught partying after dark at the bottom of the North Bondi Cliffs. Herded to higher ground by Polair's spotlight and speaker, the eight boys were placed in handcuffs and left to explain a $1,000 fine to mum. Uh, 681 penalty infringement notices issued in the last 24 hours. More than 400 of those notices were again for people being outside of their home without a reasonable excuse. Wow, without a reasonable excuse. Show me your papers. Being outside without a reasonable excuse. Hello, comrade. Yeah, so, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of consequences for this, for, you know, all these civilizations, especially for right now with the young people. You're limiting their, uh, basically, their experiences, like, you know, attaining mates and interacting with the opposite uh, sexes. Yeah. And that's going to yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very detrimental to your societies. When your baby rates, just you know, fertility rates, all that shit just goes, it just plummets. It's uh, already plummeting right now. Then you're gonna have this shit. Let's uh, let's let me pull this, the, let me pull this up real quick because okay. it's uh, you uh, have it on the they other call screen. it the they, can you pull it up on the big screen? Yeah, I will. Uh, they call it the shadow. Uh, there we go. The uh, shadow mental health pandemic spreading uh. among Victorian children, and this doctor is talking about uh, they've gotten a lot of more calls. You know, I'm sure it's happening here, too, and mm -hmm. happening in other, you know, Western-style countries. Uh, they've got more calls with kids who are fucking depressed, and they, you know, they want to kill themselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I, you know, it, it, the, it's because of the lockdowns. Mm -hmm. And this guy, um, I don't know what his name is. I'll have to find his name. But uh, uh, it, this, or here, here you go. Warning, this story may be distressing for some readers. I, you know, I find this kind of funny because I get this shit sometimes on YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it ain't distressing to me because I don't give a shit. But <laughs> uh, Dr. Stacy Harris understands the strain lockdown has on Victorians of all ages. But she is witnessing firsthand a collective mental breakdown amongst children due to the almost perpetual state of lockdown in Victoria. And this is on Australia, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it, 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 she goes, it is close to four out of five young patients coming in because of mental health problems from ages 10 through 18. Ten-year-olds should not have problems. 18-year-olds I can I, I completely fucking understand. Yeah. Because, you know, from the time you're like 15 to Life's 18, getting more complicated. Well, and your hormones are running. All you want to do is get laid. But 10-year-olds? Uh, mm -hmm. Ten-year-olds. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even... To be honest with you, Kyle, I can't understand. I, I don't understand any of this shit that's going on here because, you know, at 15, 16, 17, me and my friends, our biggest concern was is who are we getting to buy our beer and where the fuck are we partying? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this is insane. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you know, she goes on to say these kids are crying out for help and all we're doing is band-aiding and giving them antidepressants. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. What do you got to say about that, Kyle? Well, well, I got a few things to say. You know, you were saying, you know, when you were younger, you know, the things you, you did with your friends, you know, you went out, you partied, you know, you bought beer underage. That is becoming less and less frequent here in the States. And there's a reason, Dave, because the punishment for petty little bullshit like that is so heavy on your record. You can't, you can't fucking get a job. 
when you're older. It it limits your education choices in college. Oh my God, you've been arrested. What'd you do? I had beer when I was younger. <laughs> so so I mean, kids aren't stupid. They know they're like, fuck, man. Like I, I can't do that. So that's one thing, right? So that that's that's. That's one aspect. Another aspect with this SSRI bullshit. So SSRIs are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That that's like the most common antidepressant. Is that, is that the way you call it, antidepressants? Yeah, yeah, docs. Wow, PhD. Well, well, no, no. So yeah, yeah. So so that's one category of antidepressants, but it's arguably the most popular. And there's a lot of issues with SSRIs. They're not safe medications. The doctors prescribe them like they're safe because that's all they can do because there aren't enough psychiatrists to send your send your patients to D- dave if you went if you went to your primary care doc right now no more if you had a primary care doc and you went to him and said hey i think i want to talk to a psychiatrist you know i'm depressed go, blah 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 they'd say hey i mean i can i can send you one they're probably not accepting new patients so you're probably going to see them in about six months to a year you okay with that? Yeah, I guess I guess I guess I can just feel like shit for the whole time. So so what they do, you know, and I you can't well, blame the docs because they're just trying to be helpful. They give you the pill, and this is what the SSRIs do, Dave. Well, it, no, no, no. Listen, uh, listen. It, yeah, they make you feel nothing. Now, when you when you're feeling you just absolutely wait, awful and depressed, wait. what you feel is nothing. So on one hand, you don't feel bad, but guess what? You don't feel good. Like, like on birthdays, anniversaries, you get a raise at work. You don't feel anything. It's weird. Like you literally feel nothing. You literally just, you wake up. Okay. Like, let's do this. Somebody flips you off in traffic. Oh, okay. Kyle, you get, here's a thousand bucks. Okay. Uh, Well, you know, you know, it's funny because when I was 15, 16, like I said, we were more concerned about where we're going to party and who's going to buy our beer. It wasn't. It really was never ending because there's some things I probably should have been arrested for, but never got arrested <laughs> for. Um, uh, never got in trouble. I never got in trouble with the police, mm-hmm. and none of my friends ever got in trouble with the police. And that was the weird thing, you know. You, now you, you know kids are always getting in trouble, like we just saw in that video. They're getting in trouble for what? Going out and looking at sitting on the fucking beach, trying to be kids. You yeah. know, and and um, uh, you know, we had we we had our issues in our teenage years or 15, 16, 17, 18, we had our issues, but they are nothing like what they are today. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's been, it's been magnified and, and I don't get it. I don't understand what, what, what these kids go through because, uh, I can't understand it because we were out, have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, we were being kids. We were, it was the natural progression. You know, we were 10 years old. We, we listened to what our parents say. Then we hit about twelve, then you and, rebel. And, and, yeah. and, and everything we want to start, we want to start, you know, rebelling against whatever it is that we're rebelling against, which mainly our parents. It this this shit, you know, the depression and kids that are ten years old. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does a ten year old have to be have to be depressed about? He's got nothing to be depressed about. What what he lost a Lego piece? <laughs> what mm-hmm. the fuck, man? But what these kids uh, are feeling is real, and that's the problem. Because it's real to them. I mean, it seems, you know, so just obscure and so little to us, right? But what they feel is real. And it shouldn't be. Correct. It shouldn't be real. That's the thing. They should be able to be kids and have, you know, party and have a great time and do what what it is they want to do. If a kid wants to, you know, you know, if my kid could figure out how to get a case of beer... Then fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a point at my house where I had like uh, I had my dad's old uh, 
military trunk. It's a big, you know, trunk that he would travel, yeah. you know, to different different wars. Well, not wars, <laughs> but police actions. He would travel to like Vietnam and Korea with this thing, and uh, I still got it. It's in the it's in the bedroom, but uh, you know, we filled that thing up. We'd go out, we'd find one person that could buy us beer, and it wasn't like, hey, buy us a 12-pack or a 6-pack. It was like, hey, can you buy us four cases of beer? Because <laughs> we, we were stocking up, sure. and I had, a, I had a fridge downstairs, a freezer, actually. It was a freezer. And don't ever leave beer in a freezer, Kyle, because it will explode at some point. Then your mom will ask you, why? What is this stuff in here? And you have to explain it to her. But Then I would say, uh, Mom, why are you in my house judging my beer? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was living in my parents' basement. Oh, this okay, is why I live okay, in my okay, parents' okay. basement at this point. Um, but we would, uh, we would stock up as much shit, and we would stick it down inside this big, giant trunk. So when we, when we would want to you know, party, we'd mm-hmm. pull out a case of beer, yeah. stick it in the freezer, Keep it in there for about an hour and a half, two hours, no more than that, Kyle, because after that, the top spot starts popping off and it creates a, a complete mess of everything. Mm-hmm. And we had a good time, you know, because, you know, I had this like, I had to basically an apartment bedroom in, okay. my, in my house. So th- this is why I don't understand these kids. I don't get where their depression comes from. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I can't, I can't comprehend it because, uh, you know, yeah. I had girl problems and we had friendship problems, you know, because most of my friends were musicians. So we were always getting in fights and, mm-hmm. you know, just doing stupid shit that musicians do. But we always worked it out, you know, and we're still, you know, most of us, most of us are still friends today. Some of us are dead, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think, well, before, before I, I want to expand upon that, before, before we move on, I, I have a few more things I want to talk about SSRIs. Okay. Um, it's very important that guys know, and, and to an extent, uh, females, but for males, if you're on SSRIs, go ahead and prepare your, your spouse, uh, your fuck buddy, whoever you're fucking, you will not be able to perform like you did. And it, that, that's a hugely common side effect. <laughs> what are you, wait, what are you saying? You, you, so basically what will happen, either you can't get a boner. They make a limp noodle. Or... Or you can't finish and you just, the factory shuts down mid, right. midway production and you're just done. And it fucks up a lot of people because guess what? <laughs> At least you're not depressed now, but you can't do this other thing. So you're just like. Well, so now you're depressed about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and, so guess what, Dave? So this is, this leads and it's saying similar things happen to women. They just don't feel like, you know, having sex as much. But what, what'll happen is people say you know what, fuck this, I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, SSRIs, they take uh, upwards of over a month to fully accumulate in your body before you feel an effect. And similarly, you cannot just quit them out of the blue because you will feel like shit and you will feel suicidal. So people will will stop. You're you're telling me I'm going to crash, Kyle. What, what happens I is... I should quit taking them. A lot, it happens to a lot of guys. They get sick of the side effects to say, fuck this shit. They stop taking them, then they blow their brains out. That's super common. And these pills are prescribed to everybody. Now, now I want to get back to what you were saying. I think one of the reasons why your generation, the older generations, you know, were more level-headed. Older. Yeah, you're older. Sorry, Fuck bud. You. Um, the, I think the key word is balance, right? You went to school. You did your shit. You had hobbies when you came home. You had relationships. You exercised. It, life was in a balance. But nowadays the fucking teeter-totter is just fucking going every which fucking way, right? Yeah. Because guess what? Kids don't go outside. I know that's such a dumb thing to say. 
you need vitamin D. You need to you uh, need to be outside when you're a kid. As dumb as dumb as and you know stereotypical and you know contrived as that may sound, kids need to be outside. I don't care if you're skateboarding, you're playing football, you're doing whatever, and arguably you need to you know be involved with the activity with somebody else. That that's half of it, right? Because you're building relationships while you're doing something, and that's a huge skill. Because guess what? When you get a job when you're older, you better be able to make friends. It it. it, it. Well, it just made me think of something here really weird because as a musician, I was, uh, you know, I started playing drums when I was like 11. Mm -hmm. I played my first show by the time I was 12. And uh, it, it, I remember a friend, um, what's the guy's name? Al Hughes. He was a weird old dude, but um, he was a friend of my parents. He, he was a military guy too. And, you know, he knew my dad and all that. And he, uh, uh, said to my mom when I was like, you know, 13, I had long hair and, and I was playing the rock music. Cause that's, you the know, devil's music. Rock music is a bad thing. Um, he said, he said, you know, how do you, why do you let him play that music? And what my mom said in one moment of clarity is, you know, cause she's had six kids. And so by the time she had me, she was pretty fucking worn out. Um, <laughs> Poor lady. Uh, she said, uh, I, I know where he's at. I know, I know what he's doing. I know where he's at. And, uh, that, you know, I never got in any trouble because my whole focus was like you said, a hobby that was not a hobby. It's I hate the word hobby. Hobby is a, skill. a, hobby's it's a, a skill. bad word. It's, it's, you know, another interest, you know, having an interest in something other than just everyday life. And so that's what, uh, you know, that's what, uh, you know, she said, it was like, yeah, because I never did. I never got in trouble with, uh, uh, the police. We never gotten, you know, none of my friends ever did. We were, we were either hanging out in my basement playing music and, uh, I'm just going to say one quick story here and then we'll yeah, go back yeah. to the Australian lockdown thing. But, uh, my parents, one day they came home and I used to, we had a PA down there, full size PA, kind of like what your dad's got now, yeah. you know, or what, what you've what got now, because, um, but we had a full size PA and what I would do is I would crank vinyl. Yeah, I know people, I mean, Good quality. but it was a uh, guns and roses appetite for destruction yeah. and I'd play along to it and I had the monitors. It was like I was on stage playing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's how I would practice stuff. And one day, one day. Uh, my parents came home and I'm just rocking out to this fucking full ass PA playing music. And I get done and I go upstairs and they go, Hey, do the rest of the guys want to eat? And I go, what guys? And, uh, and they go, Oh, we thought you were practicing. Cause it was so fucking loud. And I go, God, I wish we sounded that good. You know? <laughs> it's amazing. But, um, no, you know, it, 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 I think it's a difference in parenting too. I mean, it, you know, it, some of these, if you got a 10 year old, how fucked up have you made your kid at 10 years old? He's depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they ought to be able to deal with it. You know, my dad, I'd say to my dad, I'd have something that would come up and he would go, uh, I, you know, something fucked up. Dad, this is what happened today. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, 13, 14 years old. And he would say, it's fucking life. Mm -hmm. Get over it. You know, walk away from it. Just stand back. Let them, you know, let, let whoever, let whatever's, whoever's bothering you or whatever the situation is, let it just die down. I don't think you have that kind of parenting nowadays. And if, you know, a 10 year, you got kids that are 10, well, you probably got parents that are maybe 35, mm -hmm. you know, 36, 37, yeah. somewhere in there. And uh, they just, 
you know, these people never had good parents. It's, it all goes back to parenting. Kyle. <laughs> That's yeah. all there is to it. Yeah. That's all I got to say. It goes back to parenting because you don't have, uh, you know, one from, from generation to generation to generation, you know, it, it, it carries from one to the other. And I, I've seen it with you. I, you know, you're, you're very much like your dad mm-hmm. in a lot of respects. Oh, you yeah. know, you're kind of laid back and just like, yeah, whatever. And, and, you know, it, it carries over. So I don't know. But anyway, that's where we're at right there. So, uh, <laughs> Dave, if I go to Australia, are they going to lock me up? Cause yeah, I'm like uh, my dad. They are absolutely going to, cause you know why they're locking up construction workers. This is really fucked up because you know, these are just people trying to make a fucking living, yeah, man. Just, you know, let people make, to... <laughs> let people make a living. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if a government doesn't want to let people make a living, then pay them their mm-hmm. full fucking salary yep, I agree. and give them, you know, they give them the their money. full salary. Yep. If you want to do this, then do this. But, but this is all from the same, uh, we kind of went off on a tangent there, but this is all from the same uh, newscast and Australia is looking pretty fucking stupid right now. Harder and harder to hide if you're doing the wrong thing, especially in the construction industry. A crackdown following on from the recent shutdown. Workers sent home if their paperwork isn't in check. It is a struggle, but it's um, you know it's just what has to be done. Like nobody likes telling people to go home. They've all got families to feed. Our cameras rolling. You know it's wrong, yet you still do it. It's in Marsden Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, what a bunch of wankers! The public health act. What a bunch of wankers! Check in as well as identification and vaccination records. One of the men here is from Campsy, and he doesn't have his documentation. He doesn't have his papers, and he promptly told us. Give to me fuck. your papers! I need your papers! I need your papers now! We tried to interview the nice construction workers, but they rudely told us to fuck off. You know, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, they got to be careful in Australia because they're pretty much all yeah, they're, they're pretty much all yeah. ancestors of of uh, criminals. Yeah. So, but yeah, I love that. It's a tough place he didn't, to live. He didn't have the proper papers. Keep in mind, Kyle. This is coming to us. Yes, it this is. is. This is coming to us because I can tell you this right now. This is coming to us. Uh, the only good thing we have here is, is all of our states sort of have some autonomy with what they can do. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice. You can live in a blue state, you can live in a red state, or you can live in a purple state. Purple state is kind of where we're at right now. We're, yeah, we're like, in a purple state. Yeah, I don't like it at all. You know, it depends on where you drive. It's, it's like a tranny you know, state. You drive out where your parents live. Everybody's shooting fucking guns and, you know. It's called heaven. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you move, you go to Atlanta and it's like, it's okay, I, got, I got to put my mask back on. And, let me put on my bolt. Let me put on know, my <laughs> bug I got, out pe- I got people asking me, have you been vaccinated? And I almost said to somebody the other day, I said, have you ever had a yeast infection? Have you ever had an abortion? Have you ever had any of this? Because they're asking me a personal question. About your health. Uh, about yeah. my health. Oh, uh, fuck you. But, you know, I got to see, Kyle, I got to play the game. And this is where all my lessons of my dad came into play because I, I you know, learned to just keep my fucking mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get home. Because <laughs> you'll keep your job. I want to try. Your boss likes you. I want to try like to job. get out yeah. of here as quickly as possible. Yeah, because you're smart. You're smart. It's, um, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like a fight or flight bullshit thing. Oh, exactly. You know, exactly. You know, you have people have fantasies of, man, that person that wronged me or gave me bullshit. I just want to punch him. But you're smarter than that. Look. Walk away, go home to your family, live your life. No, exactly. Uh, but, you know, what's, what's funny is, is if you have, uh, uh, 
it, when you do stuff like this, this is what you get in your city. Now, I will I will admit the um, Australian police are a little more uh, heavy-handed than our police are nowadays. Oh yeah. It's a full-on riot. Wow. That guy's screaming, what have I done? What have I done? Yeah. Unfucking believable. Look at this guy. I mean, it, it, this one, you, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I don't think Antifa or uh, uh, I don't think a lot of a lot of people would last long if that's not the police for you. I, I have a relevant clip, Dave. Can you go to Google real quick? I, I want I want to pull this up because you're saying this is coming to us, right? Well, there's yeah. um, Google TikTok, um, Army Lady, um, you are the enemy. There's a notable TikTok going around, okay. and basically uh, it's of a lesbian service member. <laughs> the strong, the proud, basically saying, look, if I come to your door, you know, me, me and my squad come to my door uh, and all right, folks, we found it. Look at, look at this. Like, I don't know, like tranny lesbian. I don't know what the fuck this thing is, but scroll down, Dave. That, wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 slow down. Kyle, so I'm, I'm, old. I'm triggered. I, I, I'm triggered. I have to go a little slower <laughs> and I've had about four beers in me. So. By the end of the show, I'm pretty much fucked up. Um, woke soldier warns Americans who don't obey, they become enemy under martial law. Wait, and is that, that's a chick? It's a something. It's an it. That's a, it's a, it's a. My they. pronouns are it and it's. Now listen, when I came across this video, it was a, a service, an, an additional service member, which did not share the same views, duetted, uh, did a duet video on TikTok and that came uh, up in my feed yesterday. A woke staff sergeant in the U.S. Army has gotten the attention of American civilians whom she threatened if they disobey her hypothetical orders in the event of martial law, they become the enemy. What Scary the... shit. Wow, I'm supposed to be... Uh, I'm supposed Scared. To, I'm supposed <laughs> to be afraid of a non-gender, non-binary... This, this isn't indicative of, of, the, of the military. This is can't, it not? No, it's not. Because there are some military who, like I said before, they, they like to shoot people and blow shit up. Have you seen, have you seen the recent uh, army advertisements? Basically, like oh, lesbians just come in. Oh, my God. Is this her? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it. Okay, please. Be respectful. Listen to, listen to this crazy bitch. Is it she, they, them, the, the, uh, 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 uh The tranny uh, alpha uh, belt. Uh, <laughs> the tranny alpha belt. I have to get all of the, uh. Yeah, play, play this shit. Play this. Okay. You're going to love it. You're going to love gonna it. I'm going to shut up and play it. Here we go. Understand that if active duty military actually get deployed within the United States, that weapon is not just pointed at other people, other countries. It's pointed at you. If you do not get in your house when I tell you to, you become the enemy. Martial law. Understand that if active wow. duty military actually get deployed within the United States. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know what? <sighs> Now, now I want I want to say this. Why now, that, now that you say really you frequently loud, but okay, go ahead. You, I think you're moving the wrong slider. Right. You should be moving the left one. What was I? Yeah, you're moving the middle one. No, no that's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so I know what I'm doing, Kyle. Oh, Leave God, me alone. I'm the producer of this fucking show. So, 
my question is if a male white male service member went on TikTok and said, you know what? I, I think America should crumble. You know, I don't believe in what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. He'd be court-martialed. He'd be discharged like that. She's a tranny. She gets to stay in and stay whatever, say whatever the fuck she wants. It's disgusting. Well, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's. She's, she's lucky all this crazy Afghanistan shit is happening right now. Because this happened, yeah, August 26th, 25th. She's lucky that Joe Biden's fucking up so much and all the attention's on that bullshit because this would be everywhere and well, her life would be in the crumbles. The thing is, the thing is here, she's going to find some people that are going to be submissive and they're going to do what they do and they're going to be like, yes, uh, what pronoun do I call you, person? <laughs> um, they're going to be okay with that. But here's the thing. Uh, she's going to run into a lot of people who have a lot of guns and... Just like the Proud Boys flipping over that fucking, uh, that van. She won't make it to the second and, house. She won't, she won't make it to the second house. Because could you imagine someone, you know, trying to, uh, anyone military, if you're fully armed, coming into your house, and you're fully armed, you're going to fucking shoot back. Mm-hmm. And that's what, uh, this is what the military's become. We are completely fucked. Yeah. You, you understand that, Kyle. We are completely and utterly fucked. And we've been because no one's time. no one's going to pay attention to us. No. No one's going to take us seriously. Why should they? You know, you, you got the Taliban, you got ISIS. ISIS. A K. K. Uh, you got them. They're all the doing K. their shit. The K stands for cool. <laughs> No one, no one is going to take this, uh, this country seriously. We're, we're fucked. I yep. mean, you got, if this is indicative of the military, which I, God, I hope it's not. It is. Uh, the French government who gave us mimes <laughs> uh, have more balls than our own military. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Just a reminder, we're uploading videos of our podcast to YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, and Odyssey. Check those out. Make sure to follow, like, and all that good stuff you know what to do. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.